You're listening to The Mind Podcast. Hi guys, today's guest gives us a glimpse of what it's like for a male to go through disordered eating and body dysmorphia. So would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Nathan Fryhofer. I'm 24. I'm in Georgia right now, and uh, I'm a field artillery officer in the Army. So awesome. it kind of kind of covers that. <laughs> exactly. Um, what what's your journey been with mental health? Um, I would say so. I would say it started off with a while, probably probably in high school. Um, was like a super super skinny kid. Um. And had this weird, had this weird combination of stuff happen to me where it was like, I had gotten uh, some thyroid issues, some stuff like that. And then, um, had gotten somehow gotten like a parvo virus, which I only thought that dogs got. Um, but apparently not. The doctor said I had that. Yeah. So essentially there's a whole bunch of stuff going on that kind of just, you know, wrecked my like hormones, a bunch of stuff. So essentially it was like lost a whole bunch of weight really quick. I was always the, I was always kind of like a, naturally gifted athlete, um, kind of, you know, pretty, pretty decent at whatever, you know, whatever I tried. Um, and then, you know, just kind of, kind of near the top. And just after that, it just like wrecked my body and just, you know, downhill, downhill with that, you know, and you're thinking that, you know, a, a freshman, freshman kid coming in high school and stuff, you know, not, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, I didn't think I was all that, but, you know, definitely, definitely, you know, had potential to do some really cool stuff like that. And then, um, just, just got wrecked instantly, have, has no clue what's going on. The doctors don't know and stuff. So, you know, uh, yeah, I just got, you know, really skinny was probably like 120 something pounds. And then, um, uh, started struggling with like a little bit of like, almost like a little eating disorder type type thing. Never classified as that, but you know, it was definitely, definitely borderline some eating, eating issues. Cause in my mind, you know, you're thinking I'm a type of person who always tries to like, kind of, kind of analyze stuff and fix my own problems. Um, and in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, man, my running's slower, right? I used to be able to run super quick. I used to be able to beat the fastest kid, whatever, you know, and I'm, and these kids are beating me now. What's going on? In my mind, like, I'm thinking, well, maybe, maybe if I lose weight, right? Maybe if I lose a little bit of weight, then um, I'll be quicker, right? I'll be quicker. And it started, you know, it's, it slowly did that, you know, is that that type of gig where it's like, you know, maybe I'll lose a little bit of weight. Or maybe if I start kind of control what I eat and stuff, and that kind of carried, carried all the way through um, probably until sophomore year of college, really. So it was a good, good few years, few big development years and stuff. And you're thinking a lot of that's, you know, a big growth time for, you know, teenagers and just regular people and stuff like that. So you're thinking dealing with that, you know, on top of school, on top of sports and, you know, trying to, you know, develop as your own person and stuff, definitely threw a big old uh, ham- hamper into things for sure. And that obviously affects friendships and uh, family relationships and stuff. So yeah, definitely kind of struggle with the, uh, the, the eating stuff, you know, up until, you know, like I said, sophomore year at college and stuff like that before I finally kind of like, you know, flipped the switch and got, got out of that. But yeah, that's kind of, I would say definitely where a lot of it, a lot of it started and kind of, I'd say my, my like, men, you know, mental health, you know, journey, if you want to call it. Cause I know a lot of people uh, kind of struggle with the same stuff, especially, you know, a lot of girls, but especially a lot of dudes who don't want to say that they do um, because it's, you know, as a man, it's like, Oh, we got to be tough. And, you know, that's, it's kind of, you know, not what, you know, many, many guys, you know, share or whatever so you know definitely definitely kind of that's that's kind of how it started and kind of how where mine kind of boils down to so you said you were already you'd already lost a lot of weight when you first started thinking well maybe I should lose more weight were you already very thin 
I was, I, I mean, I was thinking I was like, I've, I haven't grown since, you know, like eighth grade, I'm 5'10", so I'm not like the crazy tall dude, but you know, I was like 130 something pounds, 135, 140, really, no, kind of a regular, a regular, you know, build of a, of a kid going into high school and stuff. But then it's like, once, once all the stuff hit your, you no, know, I had, I had a hyperthyroidism through my hype. So my thyroid would go crazy. You know, my metabolism shot through the roof lost a lot of weight and it would then it would my my thyroid it would go to a uh, hypothyroidism because the doctors are giving medicine to like you know lower it because it's too high and then they overshot it and undershot it so my thyroid's going up and down and up and you know it's messing messing up you know everything in my body and stuff so uh but yeah I lost a lot of weight and then it was more of a, in my mind it was like me if I lose a little bit of weight and you know control maybe like I was thinking I was like I can't I can't gain you know five pounds because then I'm then I'm gonna get slower right and back then I didn't realize like oh you know I'm what am I now? I'm 60 pounds heavier than I was then at least, you know, and I'm faster. Tried. Everything I didn't realize it didn't click. It didn't click with me that, you know, maybe, you know, the extra weight, you know, would, would help me out and stuff. So like I said, I became a very almost like obsessive, obsessive about, you know, like food and how I looked and stuff. And it was like never enough. So yeah, that kind of developed a really obsessive kind of, you know, personality over that stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you already, do you feel like you already had some obsessive tendencies? Uh, yeah, yeah, not a bad ones. Definitely, um, I'd say kind of runs in the family. Not like bad ones, but very kind of like you know obsessive of like you know work. You know, you always you know kind of kind of work in a work ethic, work yeah, work ethic. Um, we like my whole entire family, you know, hard workers and stuff. You know, so that kind of where it, where it stems from. Um, and I know uh, a couple of my people kind of had the same stuff. Um, but as I said I never thought I did. But yeah, we have definitely kind of have like an obsessive personality of like you know working and you know trying to you know put our best you know like work 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 we really don't like take a whole lot of breaks and stuff so that definitely I would say kind of fed fed into that for sure oh yeah yeah so were you like super restricting calories or binging purging uh I would say both I never particular that you would do yeah, I never purged, so I never like you know yacked it up or anything. Um, but I would definitely go through phases of uh, what I would do. Would I would definitely restrict it all throughout the day. You know, definitely watch what I eat. I would like sneak throwing away food and stuff like that. You know, kind of it's stuff that you know um, a lot of people doing the same exact thing. You know, um, definitely kind of throwing away, restricting. You know, taking away bread off of stuff. You know, say like if it was a burger, I purposely wouldn't have a bun. You know, in my mind, it's like, well, maybe I can take a little bit off this, a little bit off of this. And I would, uh, I would kind of restrict it all throughout the day um, or a couple of days. And then at night would be where I would, you know, just binge and eat a whole bunch of stuff. So yeah, ne- never, I was never, I never purged, but definitely went through phases of restricting a whole, what I ate for sure. In my mind, I always, I always kind of knew, always knew and almost, I never tracked calories or anything, but I kind of, I kind of knew the amount I was eating and then I would just overload at night. And then you're thinking, you know, your, your body's not used to it. You feel bloated, you feel sick and gross. So then you don't feel like eating. I mean, you're already, you know, at this point you need to eat, but you feel gross. So you don't eat throughout the day. And then you binge again at night and then it just rinse and repeat the cycle and you go and go and, you know, it just, it's a never ending cycle and it takes like an almost little, uh, it, it almost takes a slap in the face almost to get out of it. So how did you get out of it? I so know you said I was, it went on for yeah, quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Years. I said all the way through, I said, I would say really peaked off, uh, 
really halfway through freshman year of high school to sophomore. So kind of in that area. And then all the way through like sophomore year of college, um, they say, cause all this time I was still, I was still working out and stuff. And I was like a really good runner. I was like a really solid runner, really good. Could have, could have probably ran for my college. Um, but I was doing the army RTC program at the same time. So I just kind of balance it, but you know, running a ton stud runner and everything doing tons of distance and everything like that. And then, um, got a whole bunch of stress fractures in my leg and couldn't run and couldn't do cardio or anything like that. Um, and I'd always watched mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah, so definitely like say cardio out the window for like a month, two months. Um, am I back? Uh-oh. Oh, okay. We're good now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, um, yeah. So like a period of month, two months, couldn't run. It, it was out my leg jacked up just cause it was so much, you know, so much rocking, running and stuff overloaded it. Um, and then I'd always been watching kind of like those YouTube fitness stuff that, you know, the 17, 18, 19 year old kids just lifting, you know, crazy weights and stuff. And so I was like, well, if I'm, and I, like I said, I'd always worked out and stuff, but I was like, maybe I'll really kind of really give it a shot, especially since I can't run or whatever. And I was just, you know, I didn't say, I wouldn't say I ate, you know, more, maybe I did a little bit during that time, but it was just the fact that I cut off all the cardio, all that calories I was burning out. I just didn't burn anymore. And I remember the one thing that um kind of clicked in my head was we're at um we're doing pt or something in rtc so like you know the, the six six in the morning workouts and stuff and it was probably like a couple weeks after i just couldn't run and someone was like you know dang Fryhofer, you know your arms are looking bigger and i was like oh i was like that's cool like i was like that's never happened before and that was kind of the thing and i was like whoa maybe i was like maybe there's something you know something, something to this you know and then i started really kind of training for like strength and stuff um kind of like instead of just doing kind of like the normal workouts i was really kind of almost went into powerlifting and stuff to where um i could see get my get my weights up and stuff and it was just a mix of that was i would say that was kind of the tipping point where i was like oh man someone noticed like you know because when you're always looking at yourself in the mirror and you kind of have this issue like you always think you're crazy you almost look think you're like you're fat or you're skinny and it goes between the both and it's just a mental mental game um but yeah, that was kind of the, the tipping point. I was like, oh, maybe there's something, you know, maybe there's something to this or whatever. And then, you know, started doing this. And then, you know, as my leg healed, slowly introduced, you know, the, the regular running never went crazy again over it and stuff like that. But that was kind of the tipping point where I was like, oh, maybe I was like, I'm, you know, I'm seeing changes in my body now. This is really cool. And then it was like, as the time went on, like, became less obsessive, like, you know, because before it was like, I can never miss a workout, always sneaking in stuff. I'd be do, I would run up and down stairs, you know, just to like burn calories and stuff. And now it's oh, like, you know, man. yeah, just crazy stuff. Right. And now it's like, you know, if I needed to, I could go three or four days, you know, without a workout. Cause I, I, I know that like, I have, I have pretty much full control of my body and how I want it to look at this point and maintain stuff, which is a very kind of like calming and comforting, you know, feeling before because before you like you know you're right. I was struggling to get to that point and I felt out of control and stuff and now it's like you know seeing that you know and like it's the same thing where like back then people were people were telling me the stuff that I'm doing now and you know back then I was a, you know I'm a knucklehead I'm stubborn I'm like no you're not right that type of thing I'm not going to take advice from anyone you know and it was you know definitely a thing where uh probably no one else could have helped me through it I had to you know had to do it myself type thing to prove to myself that, you know, I can make the change and yeah. stuff, but, you know, they'd be like, I was doing nothing different than everyone else was telling me, but, you know, it was cool. It was, it was, you know, it was once I was putting those into practice and seeing the changes like mentally and physically, you know, um, kind of come together. 
was when, like I said, kind of definitely turned, turned totally around and stuff. And now it's just, you know, been, been, been uphill, you know, from there. Right. So after, how did that change your eating habits though? Did you realize you needed more fuel since you were yeah. eating? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was thinking, I was like, I'm not eating enough. I'm not getting stronger. It was definitely a lot about, you know, how can I get stronger type type stuff? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, if I, you know, if I eat all my stuff at night, you know, I feel like garbage. I feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, man, then now it's like, you know, let's start eating a little bit in the morning and see how I felt. And it was a lot of, it was a lot of experimenting. Like I said, it wasn't an overnight thing, really. It was a years of process and trial and error. And, you know, maybe could have done it a better way for sure, probably. But um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of trial and error on my part and moving, you know, being like, oh, maybe if I eat more here, eat more calories and then I do that. And then I would see the change that I want. I'm like, Oh, you know, it makes sense. You know, it clicked. I, cause you know, cause I'm a, I'm a biology, I have a biology degree, you know, I'm a very kind of scientific, you know, person. So, you know, I was almost using myself as a test subject type thing. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of trial and error over years. Yeah. So definitely not a short, definitely not a, you know, it didn't happen overnight. That's, that's for sure. So. Ah, when you first started struggling, did anyone notice? Did your family notice? Like, hey, there's something off about you. Your eating habits have yeah. changed drastically. I th- yeah. Yeah. I think my, I think my mom noticed at first, but like I said, it was weird. It was a weird case because I had the thyroid issue and, you know, nothing, the thyroid and the parvo, like I said, a weird thing they'd never really seen before, but, you know, nothing I could have done could have prevented that. That was just, you know, a random, you know, random bad thing that happened. Right. So I was losing the weight and, you know, everyone's thinking, and partly it was because of the, um, the, the thyroid problems I was losing weight. So everyone's thinking, and my family, you know, they knew I was losing weight, but it's like, Oh, because his thyroid's crazy, you know, his metabolism, which is true. Mm-hmm. But then once they fixed the metabolism, that probably, I would say I was on thyroid pills for six months, maybe, or something like that before it finally, you know, leveled out and got it back to normal. Um, but then in their mind, they're thinking, okay, the thyroid's good. So why is he not gaining weight? Right. You know, you think once the problem is fixed, he'd get back to where he was, you know, and you're thinking, you know, and like I said, I was always going to athlete and I was a really, really good athlete and stuff. So then my parents are thinking like, why is he still, you know, a lot slower than he was before? Why is he, you know, so it was kind of raising those questions after and stuff. And then I would think it was definitely my mom, um, first maybe who noticed um i'd say it was, it was so long ago definitely she would like kind of bring up stuff about eating and stuff and you know and maybe i said back then i probably didn't realize i was at the beginning i probably didn't realize i was doing it like restricting calories it was almost kind of like an unconscious thing but as time went on where you know she would kind of bring it up i would get defensive and i was like oh crap you know and i am you know i am doing this she's right i didn't want her to be right was the thing i knew she was you know, yeah. I'd say, yeah, which is the thing, because it's, yeah. a, you know, it's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You know, that's why not a lot of people talk about it. It's embarrassing. You know, you're thinking like, you know, I'm a good athlete, you know, and I'm, I'm a dude struggling with eating food. You know, it's not a, you know, not a thing, normal thing that people talk about. So, um, and as time went on, then like, you know, yeah. she brought it up to my dad, um, who, you know, forget, you know, didn't think anything of it first, who but become the know and stuff that my family knew. And then I would say definitely, you know, my friends, started to notice, notice the thing. And, you know, thank God that they were, you know, good. I've had, I've had a good solid friend group since, you know, middle school through high school, through college, the same dude, you know, group of dudes and stuff that I still talk to today and everything. Um, and yeah, thank God they didn't, you know, you know, dip on me and stuff, you know, they, 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 they kind of let me do my thing, you know, so they'd right. always, you know, and I would do the thing where, 
uh, like you said, it was restricting the calories and it was like, I wouldn't let myself go out, you know, hang out with them and stuff like that. And it was definitely kind of uh-huh. like almost isolate, isolating yeah. myself. So that's why I say it was definitely, um, you know, kind of, kind of ruined my development period almost because it's like, you know, I missed, missed a lot of, you know, the, the high school college experiences and stuff. Cause I was like, you know, purposely isolating myself, you know, and they would, every single time they would, um, um, you know, always, always offer, you know, whatever, you know, Hey, we're going out. Do you want to come? And I'll always be like, I always make up some excuse, you know, some, some dumb excuse that was, wasn't, you know, real or whatever, but, you know, they would always offer like, so thank God that they, you know, stuck, you know, stuck with me and stuff. But yeah, definitely, definitely people, people started to notice and no one outright said anything. Um, and like every, every once in a while, they'll kind of throw a comment in and stuff like that. And I'll get defensive, but yeah, after, after a little bit, after like, a year and a half, two years, you know, I'd say, you know, most people knew something was, they may have not known exactly, but they knew something, something was up. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, how do you not? Cause you figure after that time, exactly. hopefully your, your thyroid had a healed and I don't know how they, yeah. Parvo. Yeah. That just kind of ran. It was I, a weird thing. It is. It was almost, they described it as imagine having mono and this is what it felt like. Imagine having mono, but like, for a year instead of like you know sometimes people have mono for like a month or two months it, it felt like i had mono for a year and eventually just got on my systems so that kind of fixed itself you know the thyroid you know i would say wow. the thyroid was done <laughs> sophomore halfway through sophomore year maybe junior beginning of junior year but then after that you know that's still another three years of you know slowly going up and down with this little you know mental mental food battle so right so I know you touched a lot on isolation. While you isolated yourself, did you find yourself becoming either more anxious or more depressed than you, oh, yeah. you might not have been had you socialized? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just definitely anxious. And you always get, I got the feeling that, you know, like six, I, I, you know, I started, I noticed that other people were noticing this about me. And then I kind of, you know, was I'd always get the feeling that people were watching me. So like you said, you get the anxious. I'm like, oh, are people watching me and that sort of thing? Um, almost got, not, you know, not crazy paranoid, but to to an extent. Um, yeah, definitely got, you know, depressed or whatever, For you know, for sure, for sure. And then, you know, it feeds into the cycle, like say, cause I mean, I, I like working out because it's, you know, I like doing it and it's a, it's a distressor. So, you know, I get stressed, I work out and it just, you know, help helped feed the bad cycle I was already, you know, already in, you know, so, which definitely, definitely didn't help. So like I said, obviously definitely took me, took me a little bit, definitely took me a long time to, you know, kind of get out of that for sure. And that was, like I said, after, after I kind of, you know, the the switch got flipped, um, it was like, you know, maybe I'll actually go with my friends. And then I did a little bit and I was like, oh, you know, nothing's, nothing's bad, nothing bad has happened to me, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, maybe go out once or twice more with them, you know, because it's a very, very slow, uh, healing process, if, if you want to call it that. Yeah, but, but it sounds like you needed it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Kind of, yo, pushed you. Oh, yeah, and like Um, I said, I don't, yeah. You can go ahead. You can finish. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I was going to say, and if I, I probably, if I could do it all over again, I, I don't know if I would have, if I would change it, you know, because like it definitely taught me a lot about myself and stuff. And it taught me a whole lot, you know, just a whole, mm-hmm. whole lot of stuff, whole lot about, you know, like, you know, how, how I think, how I click and tick and, um, you know, how my brain works and how, you know, I can, you know, control my body and stuff. So definitely, you know, 
you know, wish, wish it wouldn't have happened, you know, for that long period of time. Cause I definitely missed out on a whole lot of opportunities for sure. But um, definitely think it taught, you know, taught, taught me a lot, especially kind of, you know, since I came out, you know, kind of came out on top at the end for sure. So definitely, it was definitely, like yeah. I said, it was a, it was a, br- yeah. it was a brutal experience, but you know, definitely, I think, you know, definitely a good, good learning one for sure. Yeah. Sometimes we have those ones where it's like, Oh, glad I learned that it wasn't that bad. And Oh, I, I'm yeah. glad I learned what I learned in the end, but that was no fun. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I said so def- you- definitely not fun. Definitely not fun. No. Um, did you seek any like professional help? Yeah. Like yes. Yeah. So my mom took therapist? me to. Yeah. So we went to a couple therapists um, and uh, like a nutritionist and um, but like I said, I'm so I'm so boneheaded. I'm a stubborn dude. Um, they didn't like say I would go to them and they would talk and I would say the nutritionists didn't really, you know, di- didn't really help that much. Cause they were all about, you know, really kind of like telling me exactly what to eat and when I would eat and stuff. And I was just not, you know, it was not about that or whatever. Um, and so that really didn't, it really didn't help. Um, but, and then, yeah, we went to, we, we cycled through, I would say maybe three or four, three or four different therapists we'd go to one for like a couple of weeks and they would be like ah you know we're not we can't really help them and they would you know dip me off to another and then you know, another and sort of thing and stuff um but yeah i so said none of the stuff because like so I, I don't know like so my case was uh my case was a little different it was just you know i wasn't it wasn't like anorexia or anything it was fueled by me just wanting to get better which is the kind of thing to hard to deal with because i'm like i want to get faster stronger and I want to be able to like, get back to where I was and compete. So I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And they're used to dealing with, you know, people that are just trying to like, you know, not gain weight. And st- it was a different, it was, a, it was kind of similar, but slightly different to where none of them were really, you know, a- able to help me type thing. So like say afterwards, that we just kind of stopped going to them. Um, I'd say we stopped, we, we stopped going to them after high school, I think. So after, after okay. college, we just, I just kind of, you know, did, did my know when it went to classes, RTC and everything like that. So, but yeah, I would say after, after high school, we stopped going to this therapist and, you know, maybe they, I mean, they said some good stuff. Like said, what they said made sense for sure. It was just, you know, I wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't, I wasn't in the mood to listen, to listen to them back then for sure. So, right. you know, it was not, it was not having it in my mind, in my mind, I was right. And everyone else was wrong, which was the thing. So, you know, which obviously was not the case, um, but you know, that, that's what, that's what, you know, high school, high school Nathan thought back then was that he, he had it all right. Everyone else is wrong and stupid um, that I knew what was, you know, good for me, which, you know, like I said, when you're in it, you know, you don't really, you almost have to take a step back and, you know, to look at the whole situation mm-hmm. and realize kind of like, oh, maybe I'm the one that's messed up. But when you're in it, you know, you don't see all the bad things. You're, you know, everyone else is an enemy type thing and stuff. And it feeds into, you know, kind of the anxious, depressive type stuff. So, you know. Like I said a lot of a lot of stuff going on on back then. So yeah, I would say definitely, yeah, therapist went to a couple, but yeah, none of them none of them really helped at all, honestly. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, but it's kind of good because now you you built your own tools to deal with whatever ails you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so, I said, that's why that's, that's why I'm yeah. In my mind, that's helpful. Yeah, that's why I'm glad that you know. Uh, I went through it, like I said, because I, I, like I said, I developed my own tools. I developed my own ways to kind of fix that issue. Um, 
and, you know, proved, proved to myself that I can do it, you know, and it wasn't, you know, at the end of the day, I'm the one that fixed it from, it was my problem and I'm the one that fixed it. Um, which in my mind, like I said, mm -hmm. God forbid, you know, God forbid, which I don't think it ever will, but you know, maybe, you know, there was a relapse or something, you know, I know, I know I can fix it. You know, I know I did it once I can do it again. I know if I do these things, I'll turn out, you know, to where, where I am right now, which is a lot, you know, comforting and a lot more, you know, confident than it was before. So. Right. So you're, you're pretty big on social media. Do you feel like that's affected your body image at all? Um, not, there like that? not crazy. Um, surprisingly, you'd think that a lot of people, um, I'm sure it does for a lot of people, especially, especially females and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but surprisingly not, like I said, I've always, you know, I was, you know, doing the same stuff I'm doing now before, before all it started. Like, so I've been kind of, I've been on really social media for, you know, doing what I do now for like a year now. Um, but I would say, yeah, I mean, maybe to like, oh, make sure I, you know, look good, but really I, I, I just, I don't really care. Like I said, I'm so, I've, you know, like I said, going through that whole entire process, I am completely comfortable and confident in, you know, my body. And I if, say like, say like if I was trying to, you know, gain a lot of weight to get, like, to get stronger and I, you know, my abs disappear or some stuff like that. In my mind, I know I would be fine with that because I know I could get back to where, where you know, where I was before. So luckily, luckily, um, it, it hasn't for sure, but I know it does put a big toll on some other people to always look, you know, their best. And that's when they put in the Photoshop and all that other, other stuff. Like I said, I've never done that. I don't care. I don't oh, care yeah. for that. So, you know, and especially because not all I do is fitness stuff. It's definitely a big part of my life. But that's not, you know, all I, all I do for sure. I kind of, you know, I've kind of branched myself off to, you know, be like a personality versus a, uh, just like a, a look type person. So Mm -hmm. which is, which I think is better. So, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, looks fade and, and personality is exactly. forever. Yeah. I feel like I can, I can hit, I can hit a lot more people. I can, I can help a lot more people. I think that way than just being, you know, the fitness guy, you know, so I'd rather be a person, you know, who's relatable. That's, you know, also smart and good at the fitness stuff that way, you know, if, if that hits that niche and people want to know about that stuff, they can, they can ask me and I can help them. Cause I've gotten a lot of, you know, I've gotten a lot of messages from people and stuff who, you know, struggle with the same stuff as me. Like in case I'll, I'll occasionally I'll put out a video about like the stuff we're talking about and I'll get, you know, individual messages about, you know, it's the same. It's, it's like reading stuff that I would have typed, you know, back then being like, Hey, you know, you know, I'm kind of struggling with the same thing. Don't want people to know I'm embarrassed that, that sort of thing. So it's like, you know, I definitely right. can't, you know, help helps, helps with that for sure. So, I mean, you seem very confident and I know you said you've always had confidence, but do you feel like, like, how could you explain how you keep your confidence up? Like for other people. Ooh. Hmm. They say, I wasn't saying, so I've always been, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of a tough one. I've always been a confident person, but back then when all the stuff was going on, it was not, you know, extremely antisocial, isolated, not confident person at all. And it was, you know, once, like I said, once. I was starting getting good at the lifting and starting, you know, being proud of what I kind of built type thing. That's where the, you know, the confidence came from, you know, I've always had like a outgoing personality, but that's when I really kind of started to show it to, you know, kind of where it is, you know, now, because me now versus me in high school is, you know, it's really the same person, but definitely different how I kind of project myself and the way I carry myself and everything. So I would say it's definitely, I really, you know, 
confidence is a lot about, you know, being, you know, kind of true to who you are and not really caring what other people think. Cause people are always going to have your opinions on you and stuff. Um, and right. you know, th- there's always going to be people that don't like you no matter what, you know, as long as you're confident in like, you know, yeah. you, you truly believe what you're doing, right. You know, then that stuff doesn't matter, honestly. So like, you know, it's just about, you know, knowing who you are and, you know, staying in for good stuff and, you know, kind of staying, staying true to that. Cause you know, like I said, people are always going to pepper, pepper some dumb stuff at you and, you know, you just kind of got to, you know, mm-hmm. let it hit you and run off type thing. So. Right. Right. I'm sure you get your fair share of hate comments. Oh yes. Yeah. All the time. All the time. <laughs> various platforms. Oh yeah. Yes. I've got, yeah. Instagram. <laughs> just brush it off. Yeah. yeah. Some of them, I say, no, they not going to, some of them get to me for sure, but it's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, there's for every one, you know, bad thing, there's, you know, a lot more good things type type, you know, the stuff which is in my mind, I'm like, oh, that means, that means I'm helping people, you know, that, that means I'm doing some good. So it kind of, you know, uh, makes up for, you know, the bad stuff. People are like, oh, I hope you die. It's like, ah, yeah, whatever. So like, you know, definitely, definitely helps, okay. you know? Yeah. I think it's like, it's gotten a lot of those. It don't matter. I don't care at this point. So like I said, for every one of those, there's, you know, a hundred good ones, you know? So at the end of the day, it's, it just, it gets easy yeah. to scroll past them and stuff. So like I said, at the end of the day, I know, yeah, you know, yeah. I know what I'm doing. I'm confident in what I'm doing. So it doesn't, you know, bother me too much. I'm sure you build up a tolerance to that too. Mm-hmm. Like it just becomes a ne- some more words on a page. No big oh, deal. Yeah. At the moment, I think it's more words on a page. I'm like, Hey, if they comment, that means it it's more engagement for my video. So <laughs> there you go. Thank you for helping me out. My guy. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. So at the end I'm hey, winning. That's so. a great way to look at it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll take, I'll right. take all the help I can get right there. <laughs> for sure. Even though you, even though you say you wouldn't change anything, what do you think is some good advice you'd give to yourself when you were at your, your darkest point? Ooh, that's a deep question. Dang. Okay. Um, uh, I would say that one that definitely you'll like, you'll get through it to just, to just take, take a risk, right. Take a risk. Cause back then mm-hmm. definitely, yeah, take, take, take the risk for sure. Cause definitely a risk. Like I said, back then it's like, in my mind, I'm a really skinny kid. I'm thinking if I eat something, if I eat a little bit, I'm going to get fat. That's what it was. It was, I'm going to eat a little bit more. I'm going to get fat, you know, and obviously biologically, it's not going to work that way. Right. You know, my metabolism is already going crazy enough. I'm a dude with hyperthyroidism going through puberty. Like, you know, I could eat anything and I wouldn't gain weight back then. I didn't know it. So, you know, um, I would say, yeah, definitely just, you know, take the risk. Cause I was thinking like, like I said, back then it was either, it was either if I was going to eat, I would either get to where I would want to be, which is where now I'd be able to put on, you know, healthy weight and get better mentally or I'd get fat as your two, mm-hmm. two choices. So why not take the risk, right? Take the risk. Cause it can either turn out really yeah. good or say like, you know, which it wouldn't happen, but so what you get fat, you know, dude, Nathan, you're, you know, you're struggling with the eating disorder. You're super good at losing weight. You know, you can lose that really quick, obviously with all the dumb stuff you're doing. So, you know, take, take, take the risk. Cause you know, what's, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Honestly, you know, there's a lot more yeah. upside for sure to, trying trying it out you know and obviously what you're doing now is not right it's, it's not helping out you know you've been it's like i've been doing the same thing for years and none of it was helping so you know why it's time for something new you know t- take that risk for sure and see see what happens so right do you feel like some of this could have been avoided with more education on the subject 
Probably. Like, yeah. No, like nutrition and mental health. Yeah. Cause like I say, cause it's like, you know, I never thought I'd struggle with something like this at all, you know, um, come from like, you like say really strong, hardworking family and stuff. So, like, you know, having an eating disorder type thing is not, you know, never crossed my mind. So yeah, definitely. I'd say if I definitely knew about it, um, and maybe, maybe like I said, maybe if the other people that are trying to help me out went in a different way, like say, cause we all of, you know, all my family is kind of hardwired the same way. Like say, we, we see a problem, we fix it, you know? And so my family saw the problem. Mm-hmm. We're going to fix it. Keep pumping that stuff until we fix the problem. Maybe, you know, it was definitely a both sided thing. Maybe they went about it a different way and I was better at receiving, you know, their, yeah. their advice and what people were telling me for sure. Uh, maybe not avoided maybe a little bit void, but definitely could have, you know, sped up the process of me getting over it quick instead of years, you know, may have been, you know, months type thing for sure. You know, instead of me being, you know, not, you know, completely closed out to anyone's ideas, but mine, because that's what it was. Like I said before it was, you know, I was right and everyone else is wrong, um, which was not the case. So, you know, definitely, definitely, I think more education and just kind of knowledge and awareness, I think definitely awareness that oh, yeah. this is a thing could be um, uh, helpful. And like I said, I watched, there was another um, who I really, when I was going through the whole thing, there was another um, kind of like YouTube dude who put out YouTube video about this kind of same thing. He was a, um, his name's Nick Bear. He's like an army, he was an army officer, infantry guy. He was the same, same thing, struggled with an eating disorder before, during college and stuff over a commission. I would watch that and then I would, and he's now we, he was like 220 pounds solid muscle. So I would watch that and I'd be, I look at wow. the skinny dude he was and see now. And that in my mind, I was like, so there's, I would see that and I'd be like, there's hope, right? There, you know, there's a chance, right? So right. It, was, it was doing that with taking that risk all kind of combined together and stuff was what I think kind of, kind of fixed it. So I think definitely if they, if I, if I saw more, you know, guys, you know, kind of stories stuff would have helped because I know like from, from a guy looking at a girl stand from a, looking at you know girls eating disorder and stuff you know girls struggling with it you know it, it doesn't help at all you know be perfectly yeah. honest it, it doesn't help me at all it could help girls but you know I'm looking at it and I'm like that's you know I don't I, I look at it and I'd be like that's not me right you know right. I'm not I, I'm not dealing with that I'm dealing with something different because I'm a guy you know yeah in reality it's the same thing so I think definitely if there's more kind of guy perspectives on it Mm-hmm. And there's more guys willing to share because I know there's more guys that deal with it and they just never talk about it. And I think it would have helped, you know, a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think I, I don't know. I'm not in school, obviously. High school yeah. anymore. <laughs> um, but I wonder, I have heard that they're trying to make it a little more, that information a little more readily available. And I feel like social media and things like this have really helped open, kind of open the door for people to, even just learn, even if yeah. you're not struggling. They said just to help. Yeah. Just to, you know, cause it, I'm sure there's, there's still good advice, you know, and everything, but yeah, oh, yeah, I think, you know, if we could push kind of push that more aspect a little bit, it would, you know, definitely help. Um, especially for, you know, cause a lot of these questions are that I do get a bit about the subject are from kids in high school, you know, oh, wow. there's, it's always, yeah, a lot of that stuff or whatever. So I feel like it's a lot, it's a lot more common than, than we think for sure. And oh, yeah. like I said, it's just that everyone, everyone hides it. So hopefully like I said, if there's more, you know, classes or more, they, you know, or if they're talking about this in school, putting more guy perspective on it um, or like, you know, 50, 50 guy, girl type thing, I think it would definitely be very beneficial for yeah. sure. Yeah. Anybody. I mean, especially in your teenage years, that's when you're yeah. figuring out who you are, what you're yeah. supposed to look like, what you're supposed to yeah. do, 
all that stuff. Yeah. Um, now, what are some of the questions that you get, if you don't mind sharing? Um, yeah, so it's a lot of, I'd say a lot of stuff, it's like, how do I get, a lot of it's like, how do I gain weight um, because I don't want to lose my abs and stuff, or some things like that are like, hey, man, I'm struggling with eating, and like, you know, I, I don't, I don't feel like I can eat a whole lot, or like, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't want to eat because I don't want to get fat and lose my abs. And these are kids that are like 130 pounds and they have abs because they're skinny. That's what it is. And I had that. And if you're skinny, you know, that's, that's another thing you have to get over. Cause you look at yourself, you're like, man, I got some muscle, right? I can see it. (laughs) No, you can see it because you're super skinny. That's why. Right. Um, it took, it took me a long time to, you know, to realize that. Um, but that's, yeah, a lot of it's, a lot of it's that it's like, Hey, I want to gain weight because I do want to get bigger. And that's kind of the same process as me. It's like, I wasn't against gaining weight. I was, I want to gain weight but I don't want to gain any fat at all. Right. And I didn't realize that, oh, I can gain weight and still look good because I'm just not going to, that's not the way it works. I'm not going to eat and just get fat, you know, like I'm going to build muscle everywhere, gain a little bit of fat, but overall I'll look better. And so, yeah, a lot of the questions is, you know, how do I gain weight without losing my abs? Because I, you know, want to be shredded and stuff like that. And a lot of that stuff. And what I keep telling people, I'm like, dude, you just got to, you got to eat. There's no magic pill, right? They're always like, mm-hmm. what supplements do you take? I'm like, dude, I just eat a lot of peanut butter and stuff. Honestly, man, like, you know, that's <laughs> honestly what it is. My thing is cheese. It's and peanut butter is what I eat. And I, you know, people are like, Together? no way you eat that. Oh yeah. It's the good combo. Yeah. You, you got to try it. It's a, it's, okay. it's great. It's great. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Yeah. But I keep, yeah, I keep trying to hammer in on them. I'm like, yeah, you, you just, you know, like I said, I, I, I told him what I told you before. I'm like, you just take, take the risk, just eat, eat more, work out, try to get stronger. I'm like, you're, you're a guy, you're going through high school, you're going through puberty. Half of you could not even work out at all and just eat and you'll grow bigger because it's just the way the body works. You know, that's just the way, you know, that's just the way dudes are built, you know? Um, but yeah, a lot of that is people, the people are scared of getting fat. A lot of, a lot of dudes are, especially now because, you know, fitness is a really big thing that's peppered on Instagram and YouTube and, you know, TikTok now and stuff. Um, and they see these big old, you know, shredded dudes that, you know, now it's a lot of them, a lot of the big people are 19, 20, 21 years old and stuff that are kind of like the main faces and stuff. So you have these 15, 16 year old kids looking up to these 19 year old, 20 year old dudes and being like, Oh, I want to be like them, you know, super shredded and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they don't realize that, you know, that's just not how, you know, that's not how it works. Right. You know, so they're super scared of gaining an ounce of fat, you know, and that's, that's, that's what I worry. I worry that's good. That's going to trigger, trigger some stuff, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, how can it not, especially if you don't have because they see him and they see sure maybe they do some workouts here and there but they don't that's just such a small portion of their life yeah yeah so i can only imagine what's going through their mind it's like oh yeah they probably don't eat or if they eat they're just eating one big meal a day yeah one thing that's it yeah that's it that's that's what they think right and they 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 copy what they think and that's kind of what starts you know the, the bad habits and you know doing some of that stuff necessarily isn't bad, but it's just like, if it becomes a bad habit that you do repeatedly over and over and over again, that's what starts that bad cycle, which could lead to, you know, some of these eating issues. So. Right. Right. And I mean, for you, they lasted a long time. Yeah. They lasted a long, yeah. They lasted a long time. Like I said, yeah, it lasted years, years, years and years and years, probably at least four years. I say it probably, probably lasted, you know, some sort of, you know, different degrees, but definitely four years for sure. So, you know, and some people last longer, some people last, you know, decades, you know, that always never, never get out of it, you know? So thank God I was able to, you know, get out of that circle. But, um, 
yeah, so you know, it can last a lot of time for some people. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really unfortunate, actually. Um, now, were you in the military before you? I'm gonna use the term recovered. Um, were you in the military, or were you? So what? So what I did, I through college, I did the ROTC program. So essentially, as you're doing college, um, you do like army kind of classes and training all the way through college. And at the end, that's when you commission uh, to become an okay. officer. So it's different from like an enlisted, like mm. a sergeant or something. Like, you know, usually you think of military, you're thinking of doing high school and then going to, you know, going to basic boot camp and then enlisting, being a private, going up that way. So this is like, it's a way to, it's a, it's the ways you can become an officer, like through RTC out of college, you can go to like the West Point Naval Academy, those service academies, or you can do like an OCS, which is like an after, college thing that's what I did so definitely I'd say the first two years I did RTC I was struggling struggling with it um and definitely I had to get medical waivers to uh to oh, wow. like officially get in yes yeah, so that was you know I struggle with the uh the military thing to officially get in so with RTC most people do four years but um some sometimes you can do you can do like two if you know if you're a special case you can join as like a junior or like a sophomore or junior and then still commission the same time as everyone else so what they did with me, they were like, hey, we can't allow you to officially contract, like sign your name, be officially in until you get all these medical waivers. Because I had one for colorblindness and I had one for, you know, eating issues is what it was. Um, uh, so it took me yeah, two years of going to these doctors and basically proving to them because you're thinking a doctor was the one that diagnosed it right first. They never diagnosed it as like anorexia or whatever, because it really wasn't, but it was definitely eating issues. Um, yeah. So a doctor, you know, a doctor classified it as that. So I had to prove to the doctor to basically say that their classification was wrong, which is a really hard thing to do for a doctor. You know, they're a doctor, yeah. they know better than you for them to take back what they originally diagnosed is, you know, hard things. So I had to do a whole bunch of tests and, you know, I had lucky, I had one that, you know, they said took, took a gamble on me. They were like, Hey man, you know, you've shown tons of improvement, you know, from what your parents have seen and stuff. And they were like, I officially got the waiver. Like, uh, before junior year. So it took me like two years to get it, but they were like, you're definitely not, you know, a hundred percent yet, but on the path we're going on, I'm comfortable, you know, saying that it was a misdiagnosis type thing. And then that went up through the thing, had to get approved and stuff. But, um, yeah, so the first two years of that program still struggled, you know, with it, I would say, I wouldn't say, I would say starting junior year was when okay. I was like junior year when I was, is was when I was solid, I think kind of, you know, comfortably over any bad tendency tendencies and stuff like that right do you feel like that motivated you like just this is something I really want to do so I need to get this yeah under control oh oh yeah yeah absolutely because it was you know it was you know obviously you know here I am um but yeah definitely it was it was a goal it was you know here I need to and it definitely drove me to try to fix it you know like six at the end of the day no one could fix it with me I was like if I don't fix this I'm not going to get in I'm not that that was it you know because that's a big eating disorders are a big one you know for the army and if they clap if they classify it as an actual anorexia or like you know bulimia and some stuff that's a big big no-go um you oh. know and say so they were yeah so it was definitely a big driving force for sure to be like hey I need to get you know I need to get my butt in the gear you know I need to I can't you know stop beating around the bush I need to you know look at myself, you know, I had to take a long look at the mirror, you know, and be, you know, completely honest with myself. Like I said, take that step back from waste the situation and be like, yo, man, you're, you know, Nathan, you're messing up, you know, like I said, you're, you're wrong. Here's how, and then I was like, here, let me try a couple things. Let me take this risk. And then, you know, um, obviously kind of, kind of paid off for sure. But yeah, it's definitely a driving force in me, you know, 
wanting to get better for sure. Yeah. I mean, any, anything that you're working towards is definitely a big motivator in yeah. uh, bettering yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> you said that eating disorders are a big thing. I, you said they're a big no-no, obviously. Yeah, big, big disqualification. Yeah. So does, it, does that happen often? Do you think? Uh, I would say there's, there's probably a good amount of people that try to get in the military that are denied because they've had past eating issues before, I would say a good amount. Cause if it's on your record, you know, they're thinking, right. You know, eating disorders and eating issues are, you know, they're caused by high, you know, high stress, usually situations, you know, mm-hmm. with me, it was the, you know, parvo thyroid, you know, shock of, you know, going from here athletically down to here, you know, with a whole lot of stuff, very high stress situations. You're thinking like, if you're in a high stress situation in the military, you know, what, what's going to happen? Like, you know, that's yeah. a eating disorder. It's not just about the body. It's about, you know, the mind, you know, that's what we're you know talking about this stuff, right? It's about, you know, kind of the stability of your mind. So, you know, if you're in a crazy high stress situation, you know, what's going to, what's going to happen then. So it's just yeah. kind of a gamble that, you know, it's a gamble that, they, they don't have to, they're not required to take at all. You know, like I said, military is not for everyone. They don't have to accept everyone. That's why they have to certain disqualifications. So if they see that, you know, that's just a, uh, it's a risk that they just may not want to take, you know, unless you can prove them that, you know, you're completely fine. And like I said, in my case, I kind of, you know, snuck, you know, I finessed it a little bit, you know, <laughs> they said it proved, I said, proved, yes, I proved, you know, that's the only reason I got in was because, you know, I got that doctor to pull back her, uh, diagnosis and be like yeah man this was a misdiagnosis on you know a doctor's part and stuff so but oh, wow yeah so that's awesome so yeah, you so said how, they luckily, also they consulted your parents as well in terms of determining whether you were still struggling or not yeah that's and so my parents took her yeah yeah so definitely they uh uh yeah, the, doc, uh, the doctor who was doing it, you know, like I said, we're going to take a gamble on here, but it was definitely, it was my parents allow, you know, telling the doctor that, you know, it was okay too, because, you know, um, I would say my mom was kind of more hesitant on it. My dad was like, you know, you know, you can do it, you know, you're good. But my mom mm-hmm. was, you know, kind of more hesitant on it. And eventually, you know, she was like, Hey, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we, we think you, we think you're good too. And we'll tell the doctor that too. So it's definitely, they, they consulted me and my parents for sure on that. That's awesome. I, yeah. I really <laughs> like how they, they bring other people in because anybody who struggles with mental health, you kind of learn to put a mask on. Oh, fake it, fake it till you make it. That's what I did. I faked it till I make it. Absolutely. You know, you hide, you right. learn, you learn, you learn to hide stuff and especially unfortunately you almost become a kind of deceptive person almost mm-hmm. except with that mask you learn to hide certain things and only share certain things and try to portray you know that everything's completely good and that you know you're you're completely fine which you know isn't isn't the case for sure so you almost need that outside secondary tertiary opinion um on the subject because you know at the end of the day who knows who knows if i was telling the truth and i was saying you know you know, the doctor didn't know they didn't live with me. You know, I could have been, I could have been, you know, lying, lying out of my butt, honestly, you know? And yeah. so they needed that secondary kind of verification on that to, to make sure. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Cause if anybody knows you best, it's probably going to be your parents. Yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, they said they saw everything. They saw everything as much as I thought I was hiding stuff. They saw everything. So, you know, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't as sneaky as I thought I was. <laughs> that's for sure. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Who would you say 
was most influential to you other than yourself obviously and just yeah. motivation to to get better just in your journey who would you say was the most influential people in your life ooh um i would say definitely parents parents for sure as much as i uh you know fought back at them during the whole entire thing parents for sure um and then i would say it sounds stupid but you know the, the people I was watching on YouTube and stuff that I was finding I had because there was two like I said it was one it was that army officer dude mm-hmm. and it was another dude who um his name's Furious Pete he's a competitive eater dude crazy good but you know yeah. big old strong dude competitive eater who started with an eating disorder and now he's a competitive eater and just seeing these people that start really skinny that were struggling it was it was seeing that they were struggling with the exact same stuff and as much as I thought that I was like you know I'm the only person like this. Mm-hmm. I was seeing them do the exact same tendencies. And I was like, ah, crap, I'm seeing myself in these people and seeing them completely turn around. And it was seeing that, that made me realize that it was like possible. So it sounds very stupid, but yeah, seeing, no. seeing videos of people like that on YouTube uh, re- made me, like I said, maybe realize that like, oh, maybe, maybe I can do, that. it gave me a little bit of hope and a little bit of push to take that risk to, yeah. you know, and obviously paid off for sure. Um, but yeah, so parent, parents and, uh, parents and watching videos on the subject at, you know, YouTube and stuff. So, cause I would type in bodybuilding, you know, eating disorder or some, some stuff like that. I would try to, you know, yeah. I would, I would, like I said, I'm a very scientific mind. I tried to research the heck out of it. Um, that's right. kind of, you know, kind of what I found and stuff. So, you know, end of the day, it definitely, definitely helped for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's half the reason that they put out those videos is not only to help themselves. Oh but to help other people. No. They, that's what it was. Exactly. It was like, you know, cause they, you know, they knew the same stuff that I'm kind of figuring out now. It's, you know, there's a lot of people that struggle with it. They don't talk about it. Um, so they're like, it was, a, it was a definitely a thing of, you know, here's what I went through, you know, and if I can do, it was a big, it was a lot of, if I can do it, so can you type thing. Um, yeah. which I think yeah. is extremely, extremely helpful. So. Oh yeah. Cause if it's something people don't talk about, you're going to feel like you're a weirdo you feel you feel like you're a weirdo and you feel like you're alone is the thing and I felt mm-hmm. very I felt very alone for sure for a while uh even though I like say even though I had a solid friend group that would always continued you know talk to me and stuff I like to isolated myself so that's on me being stupid um but yeah definitely felt very alone during during the whole thing yeah so, yeah yeah well I'm glad you got out of it um yeah <laughs> um well it's actually really impressive that you did it for the most part on your own yeah yeah i mean i feel like your education in biology probably helped a little bit with that because a little you're bit like, okay, yeah this isn't but how definitely, the body yeah. works yeah it was yeah but it's definitely yeah, definitely a lot of my own and that's what I, you know I'm, I'm pretty proud of that you know it's, it was definitely you know like I said doctors as much as you know they, they like the help maybe it had some impact but realistically it was you know it was me getting myself out of it which is why i'm you know i'm proud which is why i kind of say i would uh I don't think I would, I wouldn't like to go through it again. That's absolutely sure. But I don't think I would change it because it proved to myself that I could, you know, I, I could do it. You know, I like proving myself that I can, you know, do these hard, difficult things and stuff. And like I said, they, they form you, they form the way you kind of act these experiences and stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely proud that I was able to, you know, kind of, you know, do it, do it on my own. And maybe not everyone can do it on their own, but you know, yeah. if, you know, it's the type of thing, like I said, I'm going to, 
say the same stuff before. I mean, if I can do it, you know, so, you know, so can everyone, you know, people that are doing this struggle with the same stuff, they can do it too, you know, cause I'm yeah. nothing special, you know, at all. So. Well, I think there's not so much that people can't do it, but they have to want to do it. They want it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, what happened? Did we die? There, back? there we go. I'm back. Yeah. I don't know why. It's, it's, I'm getting random spam calls and it was like showing up and I tried to end it and I accidentally oh. ended this one. <laughs> That's okay. That's yeah. okay. Um, we're almost done. I just wanted to, at this point, ask you now um, if there's anything you're doing in particular that you'd like to promote or advertise or... You know, um, great. Yeah. Not, not crazy. You said what I've, I've liked that I've been able to do through my platform. Like I said, I've, you know, been able to do a whole lot of, uh, I like giving the charities and stuff. And I said, I don't like, you know, I don't, I don't like to hide anything. I don't make a whole lot of money off of any social media, but I can, I can get a lot for causes and stuff, which is really nice. Um, I think like promoting certain things. So I've been able to do a lot oh, for, yeah. you know, soldiers, like I said, different, you know, and I, that's kind of, I'll scroll through my messages and stuff. And there's, if there's some stuff that I feel like I can help out with, like I've helped a good amount of soldiers or people have tried to, you know, come up to me um, with like surgeries and stuff. Um, or like, you know, there's one, one family who had their, uh, their father die, like just a couple of weeks ago. So I was able to like, you know, say, you know, like nothing, nothing, nothing that makes me special, but with just the re the reach I have now, you know, was able to, you know, kind of raise awareness and, you know, pay, pay for their kind of like memorial and holiday stuff for this mom and everything. So like, no, I do that. Um, and I kind of want to definitely start pushing, you know, um, it seems like people like this, you know, cause I like, I do a decent amount of fitness stuff too. It seems like people like this, you know, eating, you know, eating issue stuff, you know, so I kind of want to like, you know, work on pushing, pushing that a little bit more. I've done a couple of videos, but you know, people seem to like it. So kind of, yeah. kind of doing that, you know, I want to just want to definitely continue on, you know, finding, finding kind of these like causes that, uh, I like and I feel like I can help out with and you know continue to help out help out with them for sure so right, right. yeah try well, definitely it's all about yeah big. trying to get back yeah trying to trying to use what I have to get back like I, said, I don't have I don't have much but you know it's you know I'm able I'm able to raise awareness for stuff pretty pretty easily which I think is really cool um yeah. so yeah definitely kind of keep keep pushing that forward yeah I for mean sure. that's that's quite admirable, I must say, because most people are in social media for themselves. So yeah, like I said, that's the thing that. is I just, yeah, I always do it for fun. I've always done it for fun. And I still do it for fun or whatever. You know, I got, I got lucky. I'm nothing special. I got lucky. You know, I got lucky with a couple of videos. And you know, I was consistent. And I, you know, spam post a lot of day. And here we are. Um, You know, I guess, guess, you know, I guess I, I guess I have a personality or something. So you know, people kind of drawn to that. So uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely I've always done for fun, which, you know, and if I, if I can do something, if I can do something that I do for fun to help other people, I think that's a, you know, that's a, that's a pretty cool thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's super rewarding I mm -hmm. mean, for, for everybody all around. Yeah. So. It's, it's like the ripple, it's like the ripple effect where it's like, you know, you, you, cause I'll read some, even though I don't, you know, I can't answer them all or anything like that, but you know, I definitely yeah. read most of them and it's like, you know, being able to affect people that you would have never heard about or met in real life ever. You know, it's kind of that mm -hmm. big, long ripple effect. Like I can touch people across the country, you know? Yep. Yeah, like, you know, and I, I, you know, 
without even knowing that I do, which is, I like I said, it's a really, it's a really cool, it's a really cool thing you can do nowadays with, you know, a platform. So. Right. Right. That's yeah. so awesome though. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I would also like to thank you for serving. That's. Oh, thank you for your support. Appreciate well. it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. If it weren't for you guys, who knows where we'd be. <laughs> um, so I always like to ask if in like a year, if you're able to be gotten a hold of, we could do like an update. I would absolutely be down for an update. That'd be super cool. So awesome. yeah, definitely keep me on the list for that. That'd be super. I'd like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm trying to do it with everybody. I'm trying to, you know, cause it's always nice to see where they are now to see if, yeah. Especially with social media, done. it grows so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That to see, like I said, you know, who knows? I may, I may be still stable. I may go up or down, you know, who knows? It'd be cool to see, you know, what, you know, it's changed in a year. So. Oh yeah. 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 Well, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. No, thank you for having me at C. Yeah, it's just the first, this is the first one of, uh, one of these I've done. This is pretty cool. So, <laughs> well, I'm glad yeah. I can be the first one. And hopefully now more people will reach out to you because you, you yeah, have a good be sweet. story. Yeah, it's cool. Like I said, it's not a story that, you know, like I feel like a lot of people can relate with um, for sure. So, and hopefully, yeah. you know, can help, help people out in the process with that. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, thank you so much. And I'll, I'll, I'll be in touch. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Please show Nathan some love and support on his social media, which is linked below. And check out our Instagram for guests and more information. Have a good one.